And we are live. What's going on, Try Hard Podcast listeners? Listen, guys, I missed you. I, I haven't recorded in like, what, two to three weeks? I believe this is episode number 11. If I'm right, let me check. Yep, number 11. The last one we did was, I think with, uh, yeah, the last episode I did was the interview with San- with Standy from Triumph Gaming. Um, yo, it's my bad, guys. My bad. I, I've been, I know I've been missing and... I swore to you guys that I was going to keep track with this uh, schedule and shit just comes up, man. With this whole quarantine quarantine thing, my mind's been other places other than the podcast and that's 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 on me. Not that I have a shitload of listeners, but for the people who do listen and who do who do enjoy this content, my bad to you guys. I'm going to get back on it. I actually just got a um a nice little mic stand for my uh for my microphone, which I'm I'm only using a snowball mic, so I'm kind of thinking if if I give myself some better equipment, like a better mic and and something to really make me like actually like not feel bad for wasting money on, you know what I mean? If I get a nice mic, I feel like that would give me more of an initiative to actually keep on recording and not miss any time um with this podcast. But uh anyway, uh, I, I didn't I didn't get a chance to get into any interview today for, with anybody, so I figured I'd just, you know, put an episode together just to, you know, give you guys something to something to listen to while you're at work or at home bored as shit or whatever. But uh a lot has gone on since the last time I talked to you guys um as far as uh you know as far as the the amateur league amateurs as far as the Call of Duty scene in general. Um Obviously, today's the Monday, the what's today, the eighteenth. So the biggest news right now in Call of Duty is um, is the Chicago Huntsman uh, picking up Pristini. Um, it was pretty. It was it was something that was pretty much every, everyone knew it was going to happen. Um, just because I believe it was um, I hold shift who kind of leaked it, but I don't know if he did it on purpose or by accident. But so it was a it was a rumor. So we all were kind of expecting it. So uh, and. Today, uh, the Florida Mountaineers, uh, you know, they they announced that they were, you know, letting him go and, uh, you know, wishing him all that bullshit, wishing him luck, all that blah, blah, blah. And then shortly after, the uh, Chicago Huntsman announced that he was joining their team in replace in, in place of Gunless. Um, now, obviously, the whole Gunless thing happened, you know, that's, that's been, what, a week and a half ago, something like that, two weeks ago. And uh, it's about time, um, you know, when, when when Gunless joined the Huntsman, I, w- I was one of the, I think I was the only, one of the only people to say, I, maybe the, the only person to say that I thought it was a bad idea to, to add him to that, to that squad, uh, not, and none to do with his Gunless as, as a player, let's be honest, as a player, he's nasty, he's one of the best players, he's been one of the best players since he's been on the scene. Um, the dude is just ridiculous. I call duty. He, he he's a beast. It has nothing to do with his 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 actual skill. His biggest problem is his attitude. Okay, every team he's been a part of has has fallen apart due, due to his attitude. All right, he's not the best teammate. Unfortunately, his skill is 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 erased. Due to the fact that he's just not a very good teammate, you know. Um, I, like I said, I was one of the first people to. I think I was the only person who was saying when they announced that roster that he would be the downfall of the team. He just isn't. His vibes, as far as the teammate, are not. He's just not a good teammate. All right, plain and simple. 
Okay. And actually, let, let me pause that. He's a good teammate. And this is Gunless I'm talking about. He's a good teammate when things are going well, when they're winning. Okay. When they start to lose, the man is not a good teammate. Plain and simple. All right. I I I know, I know I'm pretty I'm pretty critical of, of him as a as a as a as a teammate. Like I said, as a player, he's top notch. One of the best Call of Duty players in the world. He has been the last two years, three years. Um, so it's just if you don't if you don't have the right mindset as far as becoming the best teammate you possibly can being a teammate that's an understanding teammate to you to, to your other people that you play with if, if you don't have that worked out in on your own no matter how good you are no matter what kind of gun skill you have no matter no matter how how nasty you are at a, at a game if the chemistry is not there because of what you do you're gonna you're gonna put you're gonna put yourself in a, in a spot that that's gonna it's gonna be very hard to get on a team very hard and and he he is i feel like he's exhausting a lot of his he's he's exhausting a lot of his options i mean a player like him should not be a free agent a player like him should be a marquee player on any team and any pro league team okay so it's it's unfortunate that he he's finding he keeps on finding himself in these predicaments of trying to fight he's one of the better players and almost every other year it's a mid-year and he's fine he's trying to find a team um i know from what the tweet from what the tweet from hex said let me put up that tweet from hex uh pretty much one thing one thing i'm I'm gonna be i'm gonna be honest with you guys one thing i don't like i don't like the whole like why why do we have to hold on a minute where the fuck okay hex like why why can't they just call it like it is? Why why do they always have to like why do they when it comes to, to players if it if it's a if it's a, a, a you know a, um an internal issue as far as like yo this dude is just bad vibes why not just say hey gunless Pierce he's got some things he has to work on as as a as a person not as a player but as a person he need, he needs he needs to figure out what's going on in his head. That makes him act in a way where nobody wants to play with him. All right, the signs were there. The signs were there in the be. I mean, what? It's like oh, it's like one or two weeks into the scrims of the beginning of the season, and he threatens to beat up Envoy. I mean, it's just like, dude, like you don't like you can't do that. Like, come on, you know. And and nobody no nobody like saw that as a immediate bad sign. Um, it, I mean, for me. Right when, when, I, when, when that first happened, when he threatened to beat up Envoy, I'm like, well, here you go. It's exactly what I was talking about. And, I mean, it is what it is. So pretty much Hex uh, tweeted, um, I, would, I would also, or uh, I would like to thank Gunless for being stand-up, for being a stand-up dude during the process. Hope we find him a home soon. Chemistry is a T1 component of any successful organization. Sometimes things just don't work out. I appreciate him as a person and as a player. So... You know, it's nice of it's nice of the huntsman to, to to try to find him a, you know, a spot to um, you know, a spot to go to, you know, and, and, and it's it's a weird thing because, as as an organization, you know, hunts as the huntsman, you don't want to send them to an, a team that's going to make them stronger, 
and then give you headaches down the line. You know what I mean? So I, I mean, I think right now they'll do the right thing and just and just find any home firm that they can. But down the line, as the league gets older and, and years go by, this is going to be the type of strategy, like just like the NBA, the NFL. Like if if I, if I if I play for the Packers and I'm and I'm nasty and I don't I don't want to resign with the Packers, the Packers aren't going to want to trade me or put take me to to a rival of theirs. They're going to want to send me to another part of the league that, you know, that they don't have to deal with me as far as a player if they know how good I am. So um, it's, it's it's definitely interesting. That, you know, that tweet also could say that hope we can find him a home soon. If I'm, an, if I'm another organization, if I'm, you know, if I'm a team that needs help, Gunless is very tempting he is. As a player, he's a very tempting player. If I'm a GM to another organization and my team's not doing very well, the pressure's on me. I need to figure something out. I need to figure out who can I bring in to help my team right now. The problem with Pierce, though, you have to look at his track record. His track record is not very good when it comes to being on a team long term. All right? Put it this way. I'm going to give you guys a little story. Anaheim, um, what, what was it? What was after IW? Was it IW? Yeah, in, Infinite Warfare. Was it? Yeah, it was Infinite Warfare. Uh, uh, CDL MLG Anaheim. All right. Um, I had a player that played for me. Uh, he he was he was actually pretty good friends with uh, somebody uh, a higher up in the E United uh, organization, and. Um, that was the time when uh, Gunless had just came onto the scene. They had the twins, and they went on that good like two event streak of winning events or whatever. They were at the time at that time of, of MLG Anaheim. They had won two events prior, I believe, back to back events. I'm pretty sure it was. And after the second event that they had won, Gunless benched himself. He didn't want to be a part of United. Mind you, at that time, they're the best Call of Duty team in the world. They had just won. I'm almost positive they had just won back-to-back tournaments. Okay? And he didn't want to be on the team. Which is, just think about that, guys. Why wouldn't you want to be on the best Call of Duty? You're a Call of Duty player. Why wouldn't you want to be on the best Call of Duty team in the world? Like, why not? Okay? Obviously, he had issues with somebody or someone's on that United team at the time. Um, and I remember talking to, I don't want to give the position to the person, but anyways, there was someone who involved in, in the United organization. And I remember we, we talked about that because they had, they had picked up um, for that event. They had picked up, a, a, I don't know who, a player to fill in for gunless. I'm pretty sure it was, a, it was, a e, I'm pretty sure it was an EU player. Um, and I remember talking to this person about, you know, his, his organization, United, the team. And we talked about gunless and I said, bro, what's, what, it, what is it? You know, what's, what's, why does this man not want to be a part of the best team, the best call of duty team at that time? And he's like, he's like, bro, he goes, the dude just, he's got such a big head. I'm like, well, what does that mean? Well, he's just, he, he's not, a, he just doesn't know what it, what a good teammate needs to be doing. 
All right, and and he didn't want to get too much in de- in depth with me because at this time I just met this dude. I'm surprised he was even telling me this, um, and I and I knew him through you know one of my players who was like his duo back in the day. So he so that was my first kind of kind of encounter with with the idea of that gunless wasn't a, wasn't a good teammate. So, and then as years went on, you know it, it was the same shit. He would join the team. They would do very well, and then the team would fall apart. And then behind the scenes, a lot of you guys don't know, but behind the scenes, it was well known that those teams fell apart. And the reason war were because it's not good chemistry. And Gunless, his name always popped up as somebody who was hard to play with. So this happening with with the team, the Huntsman team, not wanting to play with him anymore. Um, and that's what it was. Don't let anybody fool you. That's what it was. When Gunless said, I didn't even know I was benched. I just woke up and I, was, I, I, the, I had Twitter told me I was benched. That's because everyone else everyone else came together and said, yo, we don't want to play with that dude anymore. All right, which means they didn't like him, okay? And it's not like they just woke up and said, we don't like him anymore. No, they they it was a, it was a process. It built up to that point where the whole team no longer wanted to play with him, all right? So Gunless, at, at the end of the day, he's got to work on his team skills, his... His it's shit that you learn when you're a kid, just getting along with people. He needs to work on that. Because if he doesn't, he'll eventually get to the point where he's just not going to find a team for himself. Because no one's going to want to deal with that shit. No skill, no no matter how good you are as a player, you're not bigger than the team. If you The, the, the minute you start thinking you're bigger than the team, and the team buys into that, that you're bigger than the team, the team will go down fast and they'll go down hard and fast and it won't be pretty all right so the huntsman moving on this moves on to the next point you gotta you gotta who who are you gonna have to to replace gunless right and it comes out they picked up pristini now this is a controversial point that i'm gonna give you guys but i'm gonna give it to you on the outside looking in yeah for the fans Pristini seems to be a huge pickup. I get that. I, I get that that train of thought. I get it. For me, I'm thinking about, and and, and this is this comes with age. A lot of you guys listen to this. A lot of you guys are young kids. You, you guys aren't really too focused on the future, and that's and that like I said, that that's what comes with the territory. You're young. You're thinking about now. I get it. When I when I see a team, I think about. When can they start winning, and how long can they start winning? So I, I think about the future, right? Now, as, if I'm a general manager, the team I put together needs to be a team that can win now and in the future. I also want the people that I put the team around, I want those guys to be to have special characteristics as far as their character, okay? I don't want to just put the most cracked out kids who all have bad attitudes on a team together because that can only go so far. They'll eventually come to a point where heads and egos just clash, right? And when heads and egos just clash, obviously the team will suffer for that team chemistry, the team gameplay, 
It all it all it all trickles down to that. Now Pristini, he's a very emotional guy. All right, very emotional guy. You, if you guys remember seeing him play last year with the United, there were times where he was just mad. You know what I mean? When they lost, he was pissed. Rightfully so. No one likes to lose. Now this guy Pristini, played for the Florida Mountaineers, right? They win their they win their first event. They beat opt or they beat the Huntsman, right? To win their they they win their first event, whatever. Shortly after that, he takes he benches himself for personal reasons, right? Things get leaked around saying that well he he benched himself because of mental health. That that's what it was, right? And then a couple weeks later, his brother Arcides does um does Hex's podcast. And you really get to see, you really get to learn the bond between them two as brothers. They're twins. I, I get it, they don't look alike, but they're twins. Right? And we all you if you guys know if I if you guys know anything about twins, the one thing we know is that it's a it's a, it's a bond, it's a tight, tight bond. It's a bond that lives with twins for the for their entire lives, right? And as you're hearing Arcides talk about his brother Pristini, you you hear the emotion in his voice. You hear it. Like, damn, this dude loves his brother. Right? And it's touching. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. You whenever you see a sibling have that type of love for his brother, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Right? And he says. He Arcidi says that he's he's eventually going to regret not teaming with his brother, right? So for me, I that's when I start seeing the I start seeing everything in in as far as transparent. It makes sense to me now why Pristini took that time off, right? He took that time off because the homeboy was just depressed that he's away from his brother. You know, they're 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 away from each other. So I understood it. I'm like, oh, that's there you go. There's the there's the mental health issue shit, in my opinion. Now that I could be completely wrong, but from what I'm seeing, that's what it was. They're twin brothers who are finally away from each other. And it's hurting them inside. They love each other. They're brothers. They've been with they've been together since they were kids. And they're they're twins. You know, it's a bond unless you're a twin, you you can't understand, you can't even fathom it. So I put I'm like, there's there's the reason why Pristini benched himself because he just it's, it's he's having a hard time being away from his brother you know and it's understandable time goes on you know all the stuff starts ha- happening with gunless so you can kind of see what's going on right and then pristini comes out saying that he's ready to come back and at that time um the muttoneers had a, had, had a little bit more success they don't add him back to the starting roster. So you see it all happening, right? You see it all happening that, you know, Pristini is eventually going to leave, right? And then that there, there there had been little talkings about it already in the scene. And then I hold shift comes out and says, you know, the whole thing that he said with the, he pretty much leaked it for, he was one of the first people to leak it. I think he might've been the first shout out to shift, but, um, so now today, finally, it's Monday. They, all that shit finally goes through, and you know, and uh, Pristini joins the Huntsman. Now, my only problem with this, and again, you don't have to you don't have to agree with me, but it's my opinion. My only problem with this is 
the team now by default as the huntsman. You have Scump, you have Formal, you have the you have Scump, you have Formal. T2P, time to pound. There you go, the duo, right? Now you have another duo. The twins, the brothers. Now you have T2P and the twins on one team. And you have poor little Envoy right in the middle, right? It's awesome. It's awesome. Now, like I said before, I think ahead. All right? That's what I think. I'm immediately thinking ahead. On paper, this team is nasty. Pristini, he's he's the exact thing that they needed. They need an aggressive aggressive sub-slayer type of guy who throws his body out. He, He does the dirty shit. He does the things that other players don't want to do. And he's shown it in, in the past. He, he's a very skilled player. But what he brings to the table is he's willing to do the dirty work for the greater good of the team. Which is arguably the hardest thing to find in a player. A player who doesn't give a fuck about what he, his KD is or doesn't give a fuck about how well he did in the map. As long as he did what he needed to do for his team to win... That's all that matters to a player like him. That's a hard thing to find in a player. All right? Chicago, Chicago now has that in Pristini. They now have Arsides. He's happy now. He's got his bro. He's got his brother next to him. Beautiful. Beautiful. In a perfect world, this will all work out. In a perfect world. Realistically... You have two duos on one team, right? I repeat, you have two duos on one team. On paper, that looks good. That sounds good. If everything's going good. If everything's going, everything stays a course and they win and they place well, it's all good. Here's my prediction, boys and girls. If something happens where there's any kind of rift in that team, any kind of rift, the duels will immediately split apart. Immediately. Okay? You'll have Scump and Formal, who've been together forever, for not forever, for a while. That duel will split off and be like, well, fuck them guys, blah, 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 blah. And then the twins will split off and, well, we're brothers, so we got to stick together. I think, by default, adding Pristini, in the long run, in the long run, will eventually lead to another roster change, in my opinion. Just off of, there's too much divide in the team. Not right now, but eventually there will be. Okay, if there's anything you, you if there's anything that we've all seen in Prestini, he's a very emotional guy. When things are not going well, he gets emotional. Not emotional as in like, you know, like talk shit, but as in like he wants to win. He's a competitor, right? Scump, you've heard of you. We've all heard of his ego. He's an awesome guy, but he has an ego when it comes to COD. It's his way or no way. That's, that's, that's what I've been told. That's what a lot of you guys. And now we got we got to put a, put aside your your us being fans of these guys. Put aside of that. All right. 
If I'm a general manager, this is not how I build the team. There's too much risk of a of a divide in this team. There's too much risk of it. Okay? I don't want that many duos on one team. Because by default, if shit ever hits the fan, and let's be serious, ladies and gentlemen, this is Call of Duty. Shit will eventually hit the fan. It will. It happens. It's part of the game. When it hits the fan, not if, when I'm saying, because this team winning, winning is the only thing they, they're going to want. Placing well, cool. But winning is the ultimate goal. If this team does not win, I give it two or three events before some if they don't win if they don't win an event within the next cup with next two or three events, you're gonna see some shit happen. This is my prediction, alright? But if they don't win an event in the next two or three events leading up to the champs, the championship, whatever, you're going to see some shit happen. All right? So let's be, I'm excited that Pristini's back with his brother. I, I truly am. I hope, I hope I'm wrong. I really do. I hope that I'm 100% wrong. I hope that if you hear this and the shit goes perfect and they win, they win everything and they win championships and all this, I hope you can come back and say, Garza, you were wrong. Shut your fucking fat ass mouth. I hope. We'll see. Time will tell. But, I don't know, guys. I think I think I might be right on this one. I When I, when I said the shit about Gunless in the beginning of the year, everyone told me I was a hater. I'm, you know what the fuck you're talking about? Shut up. Blah, blah, blah. And I was kind of right on that, wasn't I? Yeah, I was kind of right. All right, guys. Let's get away from the pro shit. Um... That's that's the whole pro scene. So let's um what what else can we talk about? Let's talk about the AM scene. Uh, this past weekend was the Challenger Cup series. Uh, it was like well, I forgot how much it was like a twenty five k or fifty k something like that. Whatever. Um, shout out to Triumph Gaming for winning that again. That's their second or third event they've won. Second event I think. No third. That's the third event. Shout out to Standy three. They're fucking champs, champ. So our so Triumph kind of put themselves above, as far as um, they put themselves above as as being the uh, the number one, the number one North American um, Call of Duty team, amateur Call of Duty team. Um, that team is they've they've been playing out of their fucking minds, bro. The boys are good. The boys are good. Uh, all right, let's let's, let's go through. Uh, Let's go through. So they so they won the Dallas Open, right? Wait, no, no, no. okay, here we go, here we go. So Triumph so far this year has won the Dallas the Dallas Open. They won the Florida Open, and now they won the Cup Number Three Open. Let's go to that. Let's see how that went. So it went first place Triumph with ten grand. So it was yeah, it was a twenty five k. Triumph winning. Shout out to Fellow. Shout out to Royalty. Shout out to Navgafin. Shout out to Standy. Shout out to Davey. And shout out to the coach, Mochilla. Second place was 2011 Bruins, which consisted of, which might have been the surprise team of the of the whole tournament, was uh, TCM, Noisy, Katani, Fame, and Diamond Con. 
the boys were balling out. I don't know what the fuck they did, or the, but they kind of came out of nowhere. No one expected that team to do as well as they did, and they 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 pretty they rolled off on everybody. I'm pretty sure. Let me see. Let's see. Let's see, let's see, let's see the bracket. Hold on a minute. Um, yeah, they they it, it was very very. They were pretty sure they were a surprise team. Um, they were the surprise team of the tournament. So oh, let's see how this all went. Stage two. All right. So Triumph first on uh, the second day beat Carnage Gaming three zero. Then they played Atlanta Phase Academy beat them three two. Then they played uh, what? Hold on a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Then they played uh, 2011 Bruins, beat them 3-1, sent them down to the loser's bracket. So Triumph pretty much won out in the winner's side. 2011 Bruins, which consisted of, uh, you know, like I said, TCM, all those guys, they ended up um, getting knocked down to the loser's bracket, ended up playing uh, UIU, which UIU has been... They have been, I mean, they've they've really been fucking, they've really been arguably, the especially the last two weeks, they've been giving people fits. Their teamwork as a team is just ridiculous. Um, I'm not sure if they even stay together. I think I've seen one of them tweet out, but we'll get into that in a little bit. So 2011 played UIU, and they upset UIU 3-2, and then went in to play uh, Triumph in the grand finals, and then Triumph obviously won that and, and won the whole thing. So shout out, shout out to Triumph for winning again. You know, uh, it's the the scene as far as the amateur scene. It's pretty dull right now. It's, it's not even. It's not even. You know, let's be real about it. It's pretty dull. Um, nothing's really been. I mean, it, it's just it's a dull scene right now as far as the amateur scene. It's it's sad, but. It is what it is. They, uh, excuse me. I was watching the the finals last night, and the finals brought in around. They were averaging between two thousand to three thousand viewers. Um, very very low. You know, this whole thing being online, it's kind of it's kind of lost. It is it's far it's it's excitement. The excitement as far as the as far as the amateur scene is kind of gone for the rest of the year. It's just really not. Like who gives a fuck at the end of the day? You know what I mean? Like it's, it's like what, what are they? What are they exactly playing for? I I know I know they're playing for money, but it's it's land. I mean it's 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 online. It doesn't really mean much, in my opinion. Triumph is by far the best amateur NA team. Um, you know, they're doing what they have to do to win. They're they they're they're representing a great organization. Um. They're one of the few. I think they're the only North American team, in my opinion, that deserves a salary. The salary thing has been—it's been kind of a hot topic lately, but um, they deserve everything they get. Um, so shout out to Trump. There's not really much to talk about as far as the AM scene, to be honest with you. Um, it's the same shit, different day. Fucking the teams that lost immediately tweet out for the agents. Uh, it's gonna be—it's gonna be fucking amateur roulette all over again. You know, in my eyes, I I think the the scene is just kind of it's it, it's it's reached its peak as as far as this year, it's dead. I don't I don't see anything really happening out of it. Um, 
the team, as far as the league teams, they're not really recruiting very much right now out of out of the am, out of the am, amateur scene. Um, so far, the only rumored amateur to be picked up next is going to be uh, Awakening. Not sure. I forgot where he's going to go, but that's kind of the rumor right now that he, Awakening is going to be picked up by somebody. Um, he uh, obviously plays for. Wait, who the fuck does Awakening play for? Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Is he even? Who does he play for? The, the, wait. Oh, yeah. He plays for Wester. My bad. What the fuck am I talking about? Yeah, he plays for Wester. Um, and that that Wester team consists of Spoof, Gintroid, Awakening, Zapatus, and Glow Frosty. If you guys don't know that whole thing, that uh, that's Parasite's old team. I'm not going to get into that. If you guys listen to this fucking podcast, you probably know. Um, the, you know, you guys know about Parasite, you know, trying to slide in some DMs and that all backfired. But whatever. That's 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 near her there or whatever. Uh, so yeah, so the amateur scene is kind of dry right now, guys. It's really not much to talk about um, as far as when it comes to that. Same teams are still winning. Uh, you know, uh, one of the teams I'm really excited to keep on watching is that Carnage Gaming team, uh, Nightmare, Druxy, Gunzy, and Pure Rise. Them, them guys have been, they've been one of the more surprising teams of the year. Uh, they've been together for the majority of the year, and they're really showing uh, that they're, you know, one of the one of the top tier ones in the in, in in the scene. So it's good to, they're still having some pretty success. Um, but yeah, it's the same shit, different day. A lot of these teams will be there'll be different rosters. Uh, as far as probably the most underperforming team right now, in my opinion, it would be uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? The probably yeah, the team of the Get Busy NA team, the team of Profizi, Exotic, Gunjar, and Fire and Pentagram. Those teams should be a lot better than what they are. Um, it's actually surprising that they're not placing in the top top to it all the time uh they're it's i don't know it's they're they're definitely under they're not they're not playing at the level they should be in my opinion those guys should be those guys should be one of the the top two teams in the in in the scene at all times it's just off of the skill of the, the players that they have in their team um, so it's kind of it's it's weird to, to see them not at the level that they're that they're at right now. They're I'm pretty sure they all tweeted out free agent after the event. They did not place very well. What did they place? I think they placed top top sixteen or top ten. I think it was. Hold on a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Results. Hold on. Hold on, guys. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Yeah, I think they placed t sixteen. Yeah, they did T sixteen, which I mean that that team should not be placing anything lower than T four. To be honest with you, that's too much. That's too much talent, and too much leadership to not be performing at the level they should be. So, yeah, that, that team is more likely all going to break up, and uh, you'll see the you'll see all those individual players on uh, on different rosters. I'm pretty yeah, Gunjar Gunjar's a um, he's a optic sub, so he's fine. But uh, we'll see. We'll see where they all land. Um, another team that's been underperforming too is the uh, the Atlanta Phase Academy team. 
the team of Journey, Gravity, Jimbo, Sib, and Venom. I mean, that that once again is a team with that's too much talent not to be finishing in the top in the top four. Between Sib and Venom, those those two guys are those two guys should be on a pro team next year. They should be. There's no reason why those listen, right now the top three on the top three like newbies in the scene as far as the amateur scene, Venom, Sibilant, and Fire, or not, and, and even Clamp. Clamp too. Those guys should all be pros next year. Alright? All each and one of those guys, they have skill. They, and they, more importantly, they have age. They're all barely 18 years old. Their upside is huge. If I'm a general manager for a fucking league team, I need to really think about... I, re, I, I need to start looking at these amateur players that are this young and this good. Okay? Especially if you're... If, one of the biggest problems in, in the CDL, and it's been a problem since the MLG days... We just recycle players over and over again, right? Teams are, like, they just keep on going to these players because they're pros at that time. Like, sometimes step away and look at some some of these younger guys who are coming up because these younger guys have been playing with these pros since they were young, and they're ready. You just got to give them a chance. There's no reason why Siblings, there's no reason why Venom, there's no reason why Clamp, there's no reason why Fire... There's no reason why those young kids with so much potential are not in league teams next year. There's not. And I'm not talking about being subs. I'm talking about being starters. Okay? I hope, I pray, I pray that the league starts moving towards younger players. Okay? We, if I'm a general manager, I'm looking at the, the the most cracked out young kids, and I want one of those guys on my team, if not two of them, if not three of them, and then I put two veterans on the team and have them build these motherfuckers up, and then there's my core. There's my core. Enough of recycling these players. There's too there's too many good amateur players that would love to be in the pro league. For these pro league teams to be recycling through the same old ass Call of Duty pros. Alright? Stop giving these guys paychecks because of who they were or who they are at the moment. Pay them for what they're doing. Pay them for their skill. Pay them for their for what they're doing at the moment as far as winning. If you have a player that's not doing shit but sitting there and collecting a check, drop his ass and pick up a young kid who would play for free just for the chance to play. Like, come on. Why am I, why am I saying so loud, so high-pitched? Come on. You know what I mean? If I'm a team and the whole gunless thing is happening and I need a player, gunless is not worth it. I'm telling you. He is not worth it. Look into this amateur pools. Look into this amateur scene. There's players with similar to, similar skill level who are younger and are willing to learn and willing to be to be taught how to be good at how to be a good teammate. They're there. Just take a chance on them. 
sorry for the rant, guys. I really, uh, I really went off the, the, the hinges there, but uh, my bad. That's the amateur scene. Not much going on. You got you got the same team winning triumph. Shout out to them. They're do, they're doing their fucking job. And you got teams who are underperforming, and you got teams that are who are overperforming. Shout out to the shout out to TCM Noisy Katani Fame and Diamond Con, and you know the teams that are underperforming. I hope you guys fucking fix your shit. Otherwise, you're gonna be looking for a new team. Um, all right, now let's go on to what else is going on in the scene. What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? It, it's nice to see this whole um, this whole thing stopping. The quarantine is kind of calming down. So, hoping that there will be a local or two uh, happening soon. Excuse me, shit, happening soon. Hopefully, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that was a quick overview. Um, I don't want to get too much. Oh, let's talk about. Okay, let's talk about uh, the game. The game being broken. We all knew this game was broken. But now it's kind of coming out to light that it's really broken. Like it's way more broken than we thought. Um, if you guys don't know who... Uh, was it Awakening who did it? Yeah, I think it was Awakening. Awakening. Soon to be... Probably the... Soon to be pro player Awakening. I'll just say that. I'll go on a limb and say that right now. He uh, tweeted an interesting video. Showing you're not really getting too much aim assist right now. Why is that? What's going on? Why why aren't players getting aim assist? Now, mind you, I I felt this too. I felt this like around two weeks ago. I felt like I wasn't getting aim assist. I it was weird. It's so inconsistent. I would go into lobbies, do really well. I'd go into a new lobby and get shitted on. It felt like I couldn't aim, right? Now, mind you, it could have just been in my head. More likely it was in my head. But Awakening tweeted an interesting video just kind of showing how broken the aim assist is on this game. All right. Soon after that, Clayster tweeted out a Reddit post from, I don't know who the fuck it was. Pretty much the Reddit post was confirming what Awakening's video said was there was a serious, there's a serious problem with the, with the, um, with the aim assist in Modern Warfare right now. So something... I don't want to get too much into detail because I'm not a fucking developer. But long story short, the aim assist, because of certain reasons, is is is, is very inconsistent. Um, now, obviously, it's a huge thing as console players. Aim assist is... You know, it's, it's huge. Uh, if you if you want to know what it's like to not play with aim assist, just go in, in your, into a lobby a private match, turn aim assist off, and have fun. It's tough. It is fucking tough. Um, whatever that that Reddit post kind of confirmed what, it, what Awakening was saying with the no aim assist. It's just very it's spotty. It's broken. Um, but what do you expect? You know what do you expect with this game? I mean, this whole fucking game has been broken since the beginning. So <clears throat> it's unfortunate because it's a new league, right? It's a new league. We started this league, uh, the inaugural season, with probably the worst. Hey, Scub said it himself. We started this league off with probably the worst call, competitive Call of Duty of all time. Multiplayer is being played on 12 hertz servers. Like, what the fuck, dude? What the fuck? And then on top of that, you give us a broken game, right? You give us a game with just horrible mechanics as far as 
cameraing and, and people taking advantage of the bunny hopping and now the aim assist. It's just like, Jesus Christ. It's tiring talking about how bad this game is. All right? It is. It's tiring. Um, It's just it's not a good game, you know. And, and we play it because we love Call of Duty. We play it because we're addicted to Call of Duty. What else are we going to play, right? Hopefully, fingers crossed, next COD, next COD is... is, is, is it's it, and to be honest with you, it's they they set the bar so low for, uh, from this Call of Duty. It's literally going to be impossible for the next COD to be any worse than this. Literally, it's going to be impossible. So I'm very excited for the, the next Call of Duty. I know it will be better than this shit. But uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Uh, aim assist not working. Um, it's just weird, man. You know, you think the league. Would get their shit together being the inaugural season. And I get it. The whole fucking coronavirus put it in a weird spot. But come on. You don't have a say in what's going on in this game. You don't have a say on fixing this broken ass game. That you want people to spend hours and hours playing. That you want people to not go to school. You want people to not work. You want people to, to, to chase a dream of being a professional Call of Duty player. But you're giving us a product that is broken. You're giving us a product that you can't even fucking play. But you want kids to commit to your game. Come on, Activision. Come on. Get your shit together. Fix your fucking game. All right. Every fucking patch you give us, the game feels more and more broken. I thought maybe it was because of the attack, the attack, uh, automatic attack. Everyone seems to be running. I thought maybe it was because of that. No, it's not that. The fucking game is just broken. The aim assist is inconsistent. You're we're playing on servers with a thousand ping. Okay, literally, it's fuck. It's just so. It's frustrating. It really is frustrating. It is. I don't even know what to do anymore. Should I just uninstall Modern Warfare and wait for the next COD? No. I like playing video games. It's weird. I, To be honest, I get more satisfaction right now of just getting into a private match and shooting bots than getting into a fucking lobby and, and having no aim assist. Literally. Like, why is it like that? Why? 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 It's really so frustrating. It really is. I'm dizzy now, guys. Fuck. But yeah, so that that's how it. Uh, uh, that, that's kind of how you know how things are right now at the moment. Um, hopefully, hopefully shit turns up. Hopefully things get better, but we'll see. I'm not. I'm not holding my breath because I don't know, guys. It's sad. Sad times. Sad times. Sad times. But anyway, guys. Like I said, I'm back. I'm gonna try to get an interview for you guys next uh, next episode. I'm gonna try to get a um, an episode recorded later on this week with a with an actual player, and uh, hopefully we can um, hopefully we can get some a good interview for you guys. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I'm tired of shit. It's ten o'clock right now. Uh, there's not much going on tonight as far as the uh, Call of Duty scene. Nothing really crazy went down. Uh, uh, yeah, nothing really going on. But I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. If you did, please, please share it. Please retweet it. Uh, I'm gonna. Hey, and also by the way, if you have any any um, any like pointers on what can what can make these episodes better, whether it be me talking too close to the mic, not close enough, stop ranting, stop yelling, send me a DM. Let me know. Let me know. All right. 
All right, guys. So like I said, I'm going to have an interview. Hopefully, I'll have an interview for you guys the next episode. I'm going to try to get the next episode recorded this week so I can have you guys another another uh, another episode by Friday. But uh, hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Like I said, if you guys uh, enjoy this, please drop a follow. Please retweet. Let your homies know about it. I like to get out here and give you guys good content. Um, you know, just, just, just doing the damn thing, all right? Love you guys. Hope you enjoy the night. Stay clean. Wash your hands. Wash your ass. And uh, grind on, all right? Love you guys. Peace. Fuck.